Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the long, long way with a... I don't think... I think you need to get a new, like, structure on how to listen to the show, because, like, your beard is, like, catching your headphone cord. <laughs> it's holding my beard in place, more like... <laughs> You're going to tie your headphones in your beard and uh, make it like a little Viking braid with with your headphones in? Something like that. Yeah, one of my uh, coworkers, she was telling me she was looking to buy her uh, husband a Father's Day gift. And they sell these. It's like a almost like a barbershop apron thing that they put on you. Yeah. But for at home. And so you tie it around your neck, and then they have suction cups that you can stick to your mirror. So yeah. that when you, when you trim your beard, yeah. it goes in there instead of all over the sink. Nice. But she said that, well, like, she was looking at that, the, you know, algorithm also suggested her, like, beard, like, masks, basically, like, the beard covers. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what do people even wear those for? And I'm like, well, you know, especially, like, restaurant, like, if you work in a restaurant and have a beard, mm -hmm. or if you're just trying to eat something that doesn't yeah. get in your beard or your beard doesn't get in your mouth, because, yeah. trust me, that sucks. <laughs> I have more mustache problems, like if my mustache gets too long. Like right now, it's hitting that phase where like when I try to drink out of like a can, like I have to watch my uh, my beard, my mustache, because it'll get Just like caught in there. Use a straw. No, nah, man, I'm trying to save the planet. Fuck the turtles. <laughs> you rather have turtles but, uh, than you, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, that's I would rather have turtles than me, too, so it's okay. <laughs> I saw somebody made a social media post and this guy he's like makes videos on you know Instagram and uh he's got like a full beard and mustache and it's like you can't see his mouth at all when his you know when it's closed and someone asked him that it's like how do you kiss your wife and so he they show him and he has like a hair dryer and he just blows his beard up and then she runs over and kisses him that's hilarious <laughs> that's hilarious oh. So speaking of uh, social media, man, I, ca I came across a video that had this, would you take this deal kind of question. Gotcha. And my wife was trying to like negotiate. I'm like, the, the terms on this are not negotiable. Who's negotiating on random internet? Like, right. Because so, she was trying to make it more favorable. And I'm like, yes, of course, if your deal was the deal, then people would take the option. Yes. So you get a million dollars. Yes. Cash tax free. Yep. But for every day for a year, you have to eat six hot dogs. <laughs> and she was like, Can't I just eat six hot dogs a week? And I'm like, That's not even a hot dog a day. Of course people would take that option. That's six hot dogs a day for a year for a million dollars. Yes. I think the answer has to be yes. Like, you would do it. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think, like, I th I think you would just, uh, you'd make it work. I don't know. There's there's so many worse things that people w have said they would do, like, for less. Right? Like, there's so many people, like, you know. For, like, $5,000, I'll fucking, like, get my nipples pierced. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? Okay, like, or crazy tattoos, or the guy that yeah. you know, it was like some like small amount had to wear uh, breast implants for a year. Yeah, like 
And not small ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like, like I thought it was gonna be a lot worse. I think I would be able to stomach it and do chili dogs, and mix it up. Yeah. I don't know. I would be like, can I? Can I change? Like, does it have to be like a package that says hot dog, or can I do like bratwurst? <laughs> you know, can I, can I like it's still hot dog shaped and hot dog adjacent. It just doesn't taste like a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That'd be a, oh man, so, it would be it would be a mind it would be a challenge. It would definitely be a challenge. But you right, could eat other things say, though. You don't like you could you would like I think like six hot dogs. That's like that's like barely enough food for the whole day. <laughs> I mean, it's way more than enough calories and sodium, but you, oh, you probably. Know. <laughs> I have to, I have to do, oh, now, now I'm curious, like, I gotta look it up, like, I need to do the calorie count on, like, how many calories, because, like, I, I need 2,300 calories, you know, so, I hope I have room for other shit besides six hot dogs. And you gotta throw at least one vegetable in there. That's good, that's the, uh, onion and sauerkraut. <laughs> the relish. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get a get a couple of Chicago dogs, and you got your vegetables covered. <laughs> got a pickle, onions, relish, tomato. Uh, all right, so you got 151 according to Google. 151 for the hot dog. Um, all right, so we're looking at with a bun. With a, it says that typically a hot dog with a bun, mustard, and ketchup packs. Close to 250 to 300 calories, right? All right. 1,800 calories. So, you, so you're so you okay. You get 500 calories for non-hot dogs. <laughs> Maybe you cut the bun out and get go for the 150, do some hot dog wheels. Maybe do hot dogs and mac and cheese. Beanie weenies. Beanie weenies. I think you can get creative. I think you can do it. I would be Wrap up for the challenge. And rolls. If anybody wants to pay me uh, 100, <laughs> one million, <laughs> I mean $1 million to eat six, do- six uh, hot dogs a day for a year, please let me know. I wonder if we can get a GoFundMe started. <laughs> a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> if you give over a certain amount, you get um like live access to watching you uh every day like you when you eat the hot dogs you go on like instagram live yeah you could choose you could choose the uh the meals of the day for like a certain amount of money (laughs) (laughs) would you do it danny yeah i mean if 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 it's just a matter of eating the the hot dog itself it doesn't matter if the vessel isn't what the deal breaker is if it isn't like always in a bun then yeah that's super easy but if it's in a bun and then you can pick the condiments like it sounds easy it's easy to say yes until you're like august fucking <laughs> <laughs> and you just open the fridge and you just see like a six pack of hot dogs dude how would you there. how would you even do it on vacation like you that would be like impossible well, maybe in some places. Yourself. Yeah, like, what if I went like camp? Like, I get, I would, I say camping. I, did, I don't know. Camping would be the easy one. Yeah, just over fucking hot dog over. 
I'm backpacking with my hot dog, my bread. Oh god. <laughs> I'm doing it. I don't care. Whatever. We'll we'll have to we'll hammer out the fine details or something if we get a sponsor on here to do it. Yeah. If we can just get someone to throw away a million dollars. If we can get a million people to each give us one dollar. I just do it on Twitch every day. <laughs> I would just right? Twitch stream my meals basically. Be at work, I'm like, here's my hot dogs. Rah, rah, rah. Thanks for watching. And then you get the, the cool nickname Wiener Boy. <laughs> for the rest of your life. It's Sean Wiener Boy. I think that would be the easiest place to prove that you did it. It would be on Twitch because it's all recorded. And people yes. would be able to watch you. And you could Twitch from your phone. You could do like live stream on your phone. So it'd be, you could make, basically do it anywhere. Make a TikTok account. Just call it the Wiener Boy. That would be your user handle, and just you eating hot dogs. <laughs> Internet sensation Wiener Boy eats six hot. He's on day, day three hundred and forty-five of his three hundred sixty-five days of eating hot dogs. Oh my God. Actually, three hundred sixty-six because that year just happens to be a leap year. I would just be like marking <laughs> on my wall like lines. <laughs> How many, is this like how long you've been trapped in your house? No. This is how many days I've eaten six hot dogs. They just cut pan over the like, out, Thanksgiving man. dinner. Thanksgiving dinner, everyone's got like turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing, <laughs> and they just pan the tables, turkey, you know, and then they get to your plate, just six hot dogs, and then they keep going. <laughs> I, I They're turkey care. dogs, it's okay. Dude, I wouldn't even care, man. I'd be fucking smacking that gravy mashed potatoes right on top <laughs> dude you're so fit yeah dude i fucking run five miles a day so i have more calories to eat so i besides six fucking hot dogs <laughs> i got no room to go man i got <laughs> like i got 500 calories i gotta make room and then you know randomly like a couple years later you're at like a baseball game hot dogs and you just, cur you just curl up on the ground in the fetal position and start crying again <laughs> just goes into like like that picture of that chihuahua that's just like super spaced out yes. <laughs> oh god we lost him come yards, back thousand yards here sean come back to us come back <laughs> you're like i can't do i can't have sick hot dogs today i can't do it man and it's like it's okay bro that's over it's over I'd go to a ballpark and get a stadium club and be like, this is a hot dog free zone. Please do not bring dogs in here. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens to be, it's just happens, you go to a minor league game and it's like, dollar hot dog night. Yeah. Like, oh God, no. <laughs> Why did I ever do that? <laughs> I've seen things, man. I've seen things. <laughs> It just looked like I'm just crying, wiping my face away with hundred dollar bills. Yes. Ooh, I heard that pop. Hmm. What you got oh, there, man, Danny? What do you got? So there? as I was, as I was telling you before the show started, I went to the liquor store that's owned by the brother, that's the my supplier of my uh, mm -hmm. whiskey buying problems. Oh. Because he had E. H. Taylor for retail. 
And I'm like, dude, that's that's like the one whiskey that I told myself if I could find for retail or close to, I will buy it. Mm-hmm. So I was looking around to see what else he had, dude. And they had a pretty good selection of quality stuff. But then they had a couple of very questionable whiskeys. Nice. Of, and this one right here, I saw that it was a distilled in Vista, California. Yeah. Knuckle. Knuckle noggin. It's upside down. I don't know what the point of that is. Maybe because they're like, oh, I didn't shake it well. I missed. I didn't read the directions. I didn't know I had to have directions on whiskey. I didn't realize you were supposed to shake your whiskey either. <laughs> There's special shit in it or something? Oh, God. It's like a... Um, that's why I said questionable. So they had two different flavors yes. of this whiskey. And one was like caram- salted caramel, mm-hmm. which I had seen before. I'm like, oh, that's... I'm not going to say common, but that's... You know, Crown Royal has a salted caramel, so it's not that special. Mm-hmm. Then I saw this one, and I'm like, I've never seen that before kettle corn flavored whiskey what the fuck man it even has kettle corn on the upside down i can't tell because it's upside down it looks like apples are falling out it of says the light whiskey with natural flavors and caramel color knuckle dragon whiskey vista california the, and it says the color is it from the wood it's from the artificial colors so these three knuckle noggins are sitting at a bar so i don't know that must be a term for something but just like a little bit that I got on my finger, like normally, especially in the beer world, a buttery taste is bad. Yes. Diacetyl is what they call it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this just tasted like that. Okay. Have you ever gone to like the count, the, the fair and gotten a big old bag of kettle corn? Yeah. And then you you don't and it's all hot and warm and fresh. Yeah. And you're munching on it, and then you take and you, but you don't finish it because you because you can't get the small bag. You have to get the big bag. Yeah. And so then, but you don't finish it, and so then like the next day you're like, oh man, we still got some of that kettle corn. And you go to eat it, and it's kind of a little stale, but still delicious. Yeah. That's what this tastes like. Stale, good kettle corn, huh? But not like. I mean, yeah, but not in a bad way. I'm not saying that. Well, you know, don't. But I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying yeah. it doesn't taste like fresh kettle corn, but it definitely doesn't taste like kettle corn that's been sitting around for like a month. And you're like, I should probably just throw that away because we're not going to finish that. <laughs> Fair enough. As much as I want to, as much as I th- might believe that, you know, I would. Yeah. It's it's past its prime. <laughs> oh man, but this is super smooth. It's a. Uh, 70 proof, 35% alcohol. Okay, nice. Nice. No burn. No burn. It's almost going to get me in trouble. Like, that's almost chuggable. (laughs) Whoppable. Oh, man. Kind of glad I bought that. It was like, it's also a pain in the ass because I had to go, like, on the website because he Mm -hmm. couldn't find the price. So I went on the website. (laughs) And uh, there was no reception there. Oh, my gosh. What kind of store are you in, man? That shit legal? Does he have a liquor license? Well, they do. They, like I said, they had a lot of good stuff there, but this wasn't marked. And it, so it was less than 30 bucks yeah. for the bottle. 
Fair I'm enough. Like, At one point, I was almost like, dude, just give me, just throw out a number, dude. <laughs> and if you would have said anything less than 30, I would have been like, all right, sold. <laughs> yeah, because when I pulled up, it was like in the middle of like this neighborhood, and there was like a couple dudes just kind of sitting. One dude was like kind of sitting by the door, another dude was just kind of standing there, and I'm like, am I going to get mugged on the way in and out? Are they going to take turns? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I should Maybe. pull over. Is this what a woman feels like when they go to a dark place? <laughs> oh, man. So I would say, what are you drinking, Sean? But in a twist of events, through the, through the um, magic of Teleportation. violating terms of, of – I was going to – as my wife said one time when we were stuck in traffic and she wanted to get there in a hurry, I wish I had the power of transportation. <laughs> instead of teleportation but i was going to say due to the magic of violating terms of service yes i just you when know. i went out i uh i came home and there a, a beer was in my fridge i don't know how it got there it was a uh, i was illegally smuggling already illegally smuggling one substance cactus coolers hey oh um if you don't know Cactus Cooler is a very delicious orange cac orange pineapple flavored soda that is only available apparently in Southern California. Yes, I think we got it in and, Vegas as well. Okay, but yes, pretty much mostly just in Southern California because I don't even think people in Northern California know this. But don't don't get your uh, don't get your girlfriend addicted <laughs> to a drink that they can't get where they live because then somebody has to buy it and ship it to them. Oh. <laughs> Just, that's what happens, man. You just, you know, you're just doing everyday things like going to the gas station, going to grab a soda, and you're looking, and then it's like, wow, look at that bright orange one. What's that? I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's just cactus cooler. Like, I don't know. It's it's decent. Like, I mean, it's not for me because I I just I I drink solely Dr Pepper, but you know, you do you. And she's like, oh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll try it. Like, why not? Like, I never see this before. Literally addicted. Like, literally addicted. Like, oh. anytime, like, I want soda, it's like, ooh, cactus cooler sounds so good. <laughs> you know, the best part, for if, if she ever does come back out here, is you have to take her to uh, possibly the best ice cream place, is uh, Frostbites. Yes. Because it feeds the need of, like, people who like milky ice cream and also people who are lactose intolerant yes because but they make their own fruit sorbets out of fresh fruit no oh yeah that's right and are, they, um, are the sorbets vegan they, they're te yeah they are right yes they are vegan nice and so um they do make a pineapple one and an orange one where you can do a half a scoop a half a scoop and do basically a cactus cooler nice <laughs> ice cream nice <laughs> Who's Which been, I, do, I forgot everyone's... about that place, man. That might be a place uh, we I have to visit in October. Yes, because uh, sometimes I'll even like, get fancy and throw a little cherry in there, make it like a cherry cactus <laughs> cooler. Nice. Oh uh, man. So, anyways, and it's pretty appropriate we're drinking this because my first membership meeting will mm -hmm. have happened in between us recording and uh, the time you put it up for listening mm -hmm. on the twenty fourth. Breaking the wall there. Breaking the wall. Breaking the wall. But I'm drinking from. We're, plural, the two of us, just the two of us, um, Golden Earrings. It is a whiskey sour-inspired sour blonde ale. 
Were you? Is this like a special release, or is this just something like everybody was able to get? Was it? Oh, I get. Um, I, was this members only? I think it was intentionally members only, but I don't think they had enough members buy enough bottles. So at some point, it was able. It was out for Gen Pop. Gotcha. But initially, upon release, it was a members only gotcha. exclusive. Have you? And had... it might have also been. As, you had to have a membership, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, have you had this before? No, I have not. I I bought. Ayo. I got two bottles. Ayo. One is it's... in your hand, and one is in the sitting next to me. Dude, it smells so good, like sour plus whiskey sour together. Like that's the smell of it. Yes. Like, you know, it's not a whiskey sour because it's got the um the sour smell that like a that you're looking for right oh man so i gave my girl my girlfriend actually had a taste before me i've not tried it yet so i gave i gave her like a little glass and she said it's too strong for her too sour or just too i think the i'm assuming it's the barrel i don't know we'll okay. have to try we'll have to try it and figure it out we'll we're we're gonna scooby-doo this fucking mystery all right okay wait wait so let me read before uh so it's nine and a half percent alcohol yep it is a golden sour ale aged 24 months in Templeton rye whiskey barrels and further aged on maraschino, cherry, orange peel, and bitters. Deep vanilla, coconut, and oak from the barrels blend seamlessly with baking spices, earthy botanicals, sweet cherry, and bright citrus peel. Drink deep. And uh, apparently an artist named Gandalf released a song called Golden Earrings in 1969 is what we should be listening to while we're uh, waving upon this. <laughs> conception cheers cheers as my glass says cheers motherfucker <laughs> it's like you gotta get the cleansing drink get the sour over the palate get Dude, through I, the initial shock i don't know if i cheated because with the whiskey but i got none of that i'm just getting straight like cherry and orange like the citrus and the cherry mm-hmm which surprised me because when I opened it up and poured it into the glass, you're you're rocking the no glass mafia there, mm -hmm. straight from the bottle. Like a, you just need a brown paper bag and you'll uh, it'll be class it up even more. <laughs> uh, but right when I opened it up and poured it in the glass, I got hit with that smell that comes from the the sours, the mm -hmm. sour beers, yeah. and I almost like. Oh, my mouth started watering immediately, and I'm like, ah, I hope that kind of, I hope that's not the taste, because that's going to be too overpowering. <laughs> but no, that that's I think the letting it set on the fruit. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Makes Disagreed? it real nice. Yeah, I, I I get like tartiness from the cherry, some citrus notes in it. It's a really nice beer. It does not taste like nine point five. Like at all, you don't get any of that like strong alcohol taste. Oh, it might have been better to pour it in, all in the glass because it looks like there's a uh, chunks of fruit at the bottom. Ooh. Now I'm gonna s s swizzle yours up a little bit. <laughs> Pulling an urban artifact, gotta gotta yes. roll it before I drink it. Usually, like usually, yeah, usually with sours. So if you need to roll it, they'll give you the instructions. Mm -hmm. the, like ludicrous, roll out. Oh, that is so good. I know. It's I'm so almost, good. I'm almost, I'm almost kind of sad that I was nice and shared it with you. <laughs> a 
I'll buy you a bottle if they have one down there if we go. I'm just, like I said, I'm going down Saturday. I'll get two more bottles <laughs> if they have more. Yeah, this is super good. This is super good. Yeah, they, they hit the mark on all of their uh, sour and wine-based beers. That's, like, their strength. Mm-hmm. But they don't have a weakness because they're, you know, I was at their anniversary party and I was talking to one of the owners slash brewers. And I was talking about how, like, uh, the day before I had gone out to, uh, or the week before I had gone out to uh, Orange County with a buddy of mine. Mm -hmm. And I said, we just walked in a brewery and they had, like, six beers on tap. And it was like, yeah, none of those look really good. I'm like, well, we can get it. I was like, well, what would you get if we got a beer from here? And I'm like, I think I would get this one. He's like, yeah. Like, we could force ourselves to get a beer here, or we can go someplace else and get one that we, uh, this with like, across the street that we really want to go to and just stay there and drink longer. Yes. And I'm like, I really like that they have options. They have, you know, non hoppy beers for the people that want, like, something light. They have IPAs they're really good at. They have sour beers. They have stouts. <laughs> um, they even do, like, the, the trendy, fancy um, slushies. Hey, oh. So, Slushy but yeah, when I told him that, he was like, he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I always worry that we have too many options on tap. And it's like, no, because the cool thing is, is like, at least I was telling him, I'm like, I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, comparing what you have on tap compared to what you have in, on can. And I'm like, well, I want to try these beers and I want to try all these beers. And I'm like, well, which ones do they have in can? I'm like, okay, well, I don't, whichever ones aren't can are the ones I'll get on tap. And then whatever you have it in can, I'll just get the cans and take those home and try those mm -hmm. later. Makes sense. So... Yeah, we're doing a – it's a brunch, Mexican brunch, so chilaquiles and the like. Hey, yo. Brunch does Fancy. sound pretty good. Fucking nom nom, motherfucker. Nom nom. Speaking <laughs> of Mexican stuff, apparently the boycott of Bud Light is working. Is it, though? Is it? Because, because Bud Light has been replaced as the number one selling beer in America. Buy another AB InBev owned beer. <laughs> <laughs> like I explained to my wife, it's it's like it's like boycotting McDonald's by buying uh, quarter pounders with cheese instead of a Big Mac. <laughs> That's how show those motherfuckers. No one's buying Big Macs. We're all buying quarter pounder with cheeses. <laughs> exactly. So Modelo is now the number one selling beer in America. For the month of Which, May. Yeah, right. Which I helped contribute to that. Did because you? Because not intentionally. <laughs> but, you know, when you go places, like concerts, and it's like, do you want uh, Bud Light, Stella Artois, or Modelo? I'm like, well, okay, if those are my choices, I guess I'll take a Modelo because that's actually good. Yeah. So is it just people drinking Coors Light and Miller Light and stuff like that instead of Bud Light? And so it dropped that sale down to where Modelo was just, like, didn't grow. It just, like, stayed there. I can't remember I what the thinking, numbers were. Right. I couldn't remember the numbers, but I was I, thinking it's more a thing, like I said, where, like, people are going to, like, sporting events, like baseball games mm -hmm. and, again, or concerts or whatever, and their options are, you know— Bud Light, Del Artois, some local shitty IPA, and Modelo. <laughs> and you can Goose make Island. that a meat for a dollar more. Make <laughs> it a Michelada for a dollar more. Oh, God. 
hate going to like events like that. This is the worst. I'm like, I don't even want to drink like, most of the time. I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just get a soda. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore, man. I just can't do it. I don't care. Fuck it. I'm an adult. I don't have to fucking drink beer. I don't have to settle for that shit. Yeah, and when people call me out, like, I thought you were the beer guy. And it's like, I am. That's why I know um, <laughs> I don't always have to drink beer. I can drink other things or nothing at all. Like stupid sexy Flanders. You can't fucking pressure me. I'll fucking break that bottle over your head. Bite you. Oh, man. That's so so I don't even know what Medela tastes like. Did I have... It tastes like... It tastes like like a less flavorful Mexican lager. I think at uh, Mike's wedding, we were <laughs> drinking Corona and Tecate. And I remember... I know what Corona tastes like, but I don't even remember what Tecate tastes like. Too much beer and uh, tequila that night. Yeah, it just tastes like, you know, hop, like, like a malty water. <laughs> Which is why it's like, well, I got... You know, usually I just buy one beer mm-hmm. to take the Instagram picture. To say that people know where the, the podcast is at. I'm at a baseball game. I'm at a hot concert. I'm at a hockey game. I bet Medela sells more uh, at Dodger Stadium than Bud Light. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man. So, the state of Wisconsin, they already had one of the cooler liquor laws. Yes. Where, like, if you go to, like, a bar as a family... Yes. And you have an underage kid with you. If you're like, nah, fuck it. The kid's old enough. He can have a drink. He can drink with you with the yeah. parents as long as the parents are there. Yes. So now, because, you know, the whole nobody wants to work anymore bullshit. Yes. They're work- they're like working on passing a law for, and it- this only applies to restaurants with like um, seating. So not like breweries or just full on straight bars, but like your mm-hmm. local islands or TGI Fridays or Applebee's. Yeah. The um, kids as young as uh, 14 can serve alcohol. Like, not like pour it or tap it, but like, you know, they can place the order with the bartender and then carry it out to the table and give it to the customer. <laughs> Are we... <laughs> I feel like there's... I just saw another post about, like, child labor laws going on. <laughs> well, one of the states has them, like, you know, after hours cleaning up at, like, the butcher the meat butcher plant going around and cleaning all the machinery and mopping the floors and shit. Oh, at like 9 PM. Yes. When all the adults are in bed asleep because they have to wake up for work in the morning, but fuck the kids. Cause even though they have school in the morning, what the fuck is going on, man? What fucking year is it? <laughs> you know, I saw this guy and he posted like, he showed like different articles going back to like, the late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. Where the expression, nobody wants to work anymore was used. Yes. Dude, yeah. It seems that like every 10 to 15 years, for like over 100 years, that that comes up yes. in the media. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh-huh. So, on Father's Day, my wife and I decided to go visit the new hot brewery in town. Hey, oh, oh, I've seen so many Instagram videos about this place. It's ridiculous. Why, dude? It, and it's like, part of me is like, wants to think this is built to be sold, kind of like Golden Road was. Yeah. You know, with how much hype it is. Yeah. Because I had so many people send me the same video of the person walking the walkthrough tour of the place. Yeah. 
So the brewery is Villains Brewing mm-hmm. that took over the Modern Times spot. Yes. Um, Did they get rid of the pool? It's covered. Gotcha. With like six inch bulletproof plexiglass. What the fuck? Like, well, yeah, basically, like, because I like we were kind of sitting right by where like we ended up getting sat right by where the like the host stand was. Yeah. And there was a guy there, like the manager guy, kind of came over like later and was kind of coordinating things. Mm-hmm. So, but I talked, I you know wasted his time for a couple minutes talking to him, and I brought that up. I was like, man, it's pretty cool that you guys covered up the uh, world's largest urinal. And he kind of <laughs> laughed. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I knew someone that was like a member at Modern Times, and he said he came a few times, and there would be dudes just sitting in the pool drinking the whole time and never get out. <laughs> but he said that um, they covered it because um, insurance reasons, basically. Oh, I bet. Oh, and I didn't find out till much later that um, Dave Wagner of Dot Problems and Hop Problems. Yes. Um, also, the artist that did the background of our banner, where we're running away from an explosion, he was yeah. there. Yes, that's it. Was that was pretty funny? I saw like his, uh, I saw his uh, different uh, feeds. I was like, yo, I know that <laughs> guy. Um, so basically, like, you can make reservations. The place opens at eleven o'clock in the morning every day. You can either make reservations. I would I would highly recommend it for a larger party. Mm-hmm. But other than that, the seating is um, first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Mrs. Knott's restaurant? I don't think so. No. Or I guess any of the hot new restaurants now where, like, there's a fucking line to get in. And you, as soon as you get to the host stand, <laughs> then they, like, they don't, like, it's not like they walk through and it's like, hey, like we that, got a table yeah. to open. A place it's across like, the street from uh, Little Tokyo. <laughs> Yes. That shit always has a line, dude. Dude, we got to get in that line one day and see what the fucking hype is about. Because that place yes. always has a fucking line. They Every do. time we go. I have no idea. Every single time. Yes, you're right. Yep. But, uh, so, we were pretty much almost to the street, but we got there a little after it opened. So, I guess we had had enough time to where the people that got there right when they opened were finishing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We were in line like less than half an hour. I didn't know exactly how long. It was like 20 to 30 minutes somewhere. But I'd already pre-gamed at Unsung Brewing. Oh, hey Which is like 700 feet from there. And then across the street from Unsung is the packing district. And on the property, not inside the building, but on the property of the packing district is uh, Monkish Brewing. Nice. <laughs> so there's like three breweries like they're within walking distance. Um, there's a parking lot for the packing district kind of behind Unsung. And it's all you for your uh, pre-gaming needs for the uh, the Los Angeles Angels of California of Anaheim. Yes, for the, <laughs> the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. <laughs> that is true, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Is it the Mighty Ducks again, or is it just the Ducks of Anaheim? The, the, I think it's just the Ducks. Whack, whack. They play at the, pond, the Ponda Center. Whack, whack, whack. But, um, so once we got into Villains, they brought us, you know, the beer menu, the food menu. Mm-hmm. They got a pretty wide selection. Seltzers, some IPAs. I ended up ordering uh, two beers right away. I got their Australian Pale Ale. Yeah. And I got their Decadent Dessert Stout. Fancy. To kind of let it, like, warm up a little bit, get to room temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, they had basically three different, like, food vendors that sat up in the kitchen that was run by Modern Times. Yeah. 
So, which is like amazing. Like, you know, as a brewery, you don't got to deal with the food shit. You just bring someone in and let them deal with all that. But they had a, a like a burger place, a barbecue place, and a taco place. Nice. So my wife and I decided to split. We got uh, birria tacos, brisket, beef brisket, birria tacos. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, smash burger sliders on Hawaiian buns. Mm-hmm. Which my only complaint is, I don't know if I'd call it a smash burger because the bun, the meat patty was pretty thick. Yeah. <laughs> but fucking delicious. The beer was the beer was good. The the Australian pale ale was pretty good. It was somewhere between like a pale ale, like a, a pilsner and a IPA. A little bit of hoppiness. My only complaint was the decadent dessert stout didn't live up to its name. No. <laughs> it wasn't like as pastry and sugary as I thought it would be for having the word decadent in there. It was like a chocolate raspberry stout. Yeah. But it was still pretty good. Um, but yeah, if you go with a large party, I would definitely recommend trying to make a reservation. We kind of just decided like, well, by we, I mean me, decided <laughs> to kind of spur of the moment that morning. It's like, hey, let's just go to Villains for lunch. Just like, we kind of talked about it, but weren't yeah. like, taking her, my wife's friend. And she's like, I thought we weren't going to go. And I'm like, nah, let's go. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, man. So, a couple of ocean, funny and interesting ocean stories. One is, have you heard about the orcas in Europe, Sean? No, I did not. So apparently, and I don't know how it started. So I guess it started with a mother orca. Yeah. They fig- they, and she figured out how to disable a boat. Jesus. By attacking its uh, rudder, <laughs> and then and then tipped it over. Oh my god, dude! That's ridiculous. they're going after like luxury yachts, and so over time the pod of like yacht attacking orcas has grown. Oh my god! <laughs> like into the teens of them, and like scientists are like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. It might be revenge for something that we don't know that happened, mm-hmm. or it could be just they're playing a game. Hopefully the second one. Don't want Bobby to fall over the boat and get chomped up. And then, you know, there's there's two sides of the story as far as on the internet. There's the sides where people are almost like rejoicing in this in this happening, and other people are like, "Why are you rejoicing in people dying?" And I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. It's like there's a reason why there was a show called the Darwin Awards that <laughs> celebrated the stu- like stupid people dying. Mm-hmm. So these this guy was building the submarine to go down to look at the fucking Titanic. Yes. That once you were locked inside, you couldn't get out from the inside. There was no like escape. Basically you're bolted in. Um, and it came out later that like the, one of the dudes was like, yeah, the submarine's not going to make it. And he got fired. Yeah. Yeah, he whistleblowed like he, the year before, saying like this is a terror, like it is not safe. I don't. It's not. It has no safety certifications, like approved by like the state or government or whatever. Um, and I think like the official like submarine crew or or like some kind of like company that does like inspections said like, dude, this should not go in the water. And I think. I think what they had to launch in international waters where there was like no rules, like no government yes. like inspections or mandates. Yes. And so like if you can look up the the 
tour, they had a reporter kind of come along behind the scenes and get in there. Yeah. And there's a couple points where he busts out laughing, like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, he talks about, like, getting his, like, equipment from, like, shitty, like, discount online places. Um, the way you can communicate, the way they communicated was via text message. Bruh. Like, they used, they used Elon Musk's Starlink as their, like, network to communicate via text. Oh, that was your first problem. <laughs> or one problem, and at least. Their, the way they controlled the sub was a fucking Logitech knockoff PlayStation controller. <laughs> Dude, it, it like, makes no they, fucking sense. Did they get underwater and, like, the controller battery died? Like, they're, like, you know, playing a video game and all of a sudden the character stops moving? Yes. But you're yeah, supposed, to, un you're supposed to unplug it and blow on it. It's not a Nintendo cartridge, Sean. <laughs> you know, I'm, I mean, like, worst case scenario did happen. Like, the sub was reported missing. They lost communication. And as of, like, basically the deadline of them running out of air, they found debris in the area, but they're not sure if that was them. So, I, but I don't know what would have caused it to explode. Yeah, they were the talking about the hole just giving because, like, the pressure, like, the pressure yeah. of, like, the sub is not strong enough for that depth. And so they're talking about that it just fucking crushed and, like, imploded and pulled, like, split apart. Which people are saying that would probably be the best case scenario for them because worst case scenario was they were just sitting either floating on top of the ocean somewhere no one found them or sitting at the bottom of the ocean, either way, stuff waiting slowly to suffocate. Yes. Could you imagine being on the surface and the radio just still doesn't fucking work? Like, what the fuck? You're just sending them, it's like, Hey, boo. You still alive? LMK. Let me... <laughs> You're like that creepy person, like, on, like, just constantly messaging them, not on getting ghosted, and you don't understand what's going on. You alright? Hello? Like, yeah, you... You get like that string of text in like a ten minute span going from like, "Hey girl, I had fun the other day," hey, to like girl. five minutes later, "What the fuck is your problem, bitch? This is why you're single. Nobody fucking loves you. You're a fucking stuck up asshole." And and then it's like, dude, I was taking a nap. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, but so we talked about the whole Reddit yes. scenario with them uh, getting rid of the third party. Uh, tools mm -hmm. to help the moderators uh you know moderate yes so they did a lot of like blackouts and stuff and the reddit ceo was like yeah fuck it i don't care about the blackouts we're still making like we saw no decline in ad revenue yeah so they can play their own little fucking pussy games yeah. like you know basically the reddit ceo in multiple interviews has like talked about elon musk yeah and the way elon musk is running twitter as being his like way to want to run reddit yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you can't really fire anybody anyways because everyone's fucking volunteer. And so when he came out and said that, like, oh, yeah, nothing's going to change. We're not losing any ad revenue. Yep. All these mods were like, oh, no, we know how to fix that. So a whole bunch of um, regular subs mm -hmm. went NSFW. Yep. Because they can't collect ad revenue mm -hmm. on not safe for work subs. Because I tried to look up. Somebody posted a link to hockey jerseys. Yep. 
And I was like, clicked on it. And it was like, this is not safe for work. And I'm like, um, okay, did this guy fucking like set up a fake link? Nope. You know, like, cause he made a comment about something happening over there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this like bait to get people to click on it and to go to his like OnlyFans? Cause also since the Reddit CEO took over, I don't know if you've noticed I don't know how, I don't know how much you've been on Reddit or it's happened to you, but uh, I've been getting a whole ton of followers. Oh, I've not like, had this issue, but yeah, my girlfriend has. Yeah, I'm like up to like twenty five or thirty followers. Maybe you don't have enough karma. Probably, I'm not that cool. I'm up to like we're we're because you're it's the podcast name, Sir Hoppyhead. <laughs> um, we're up to like over twelve hundred karma. <laughs> All right, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> The, the most useless of all internet currencies. <laughs> even, even, just well, actually slightly above Dogecoin. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I made money um, on Dogecoin, so I don't care what I don't care what the world thinks about it. I fucking made money, so You bought it when it was at a dime and sold it when it was at twenty five cents? I don't know, something stupid like that. I don't remember. I think I bought it at twenty five <laughs> and sold it at like seventy five or eighty. That's when it was coming down. Yes, but um yeah, I've been getting a whole bunch of like people following me, and they're all basically like people uh, pawning their OnlyFans. Of course, of course, of course, a horse, a horse. Yeah, man, I just thought that was pretty funny though. And so basically, um, in response, Reddit went through and uh, ban- kicked out and banned all of the moderators that t- made their subs not safe for work. <laughs> Of course they did. Now the now they have a volunteer staff that's short uh short staffed and they're just allowing other things to go on, so <laughs> Yes. So many subreddits are complaining about like getting uh horn spammed on them and stuff like that, so the shame. Remember when remember when Tumblr was like mocked and now they're like Yeah. Kinda classy. I wonder if a new uh, new company is going to take over and, like, overgrow Reddit. Like, Reddit will just become, like, Facebook with, like, a goat as a ghost shell. Or just a bunch of old people with um, their uh, weird conspiracy theories. Yeah, it'll be Trump's uh, new site to hang out at. <laughs> right. Like, one lady I saw posted a video, and she was talking about how the Earth is flat. Because if it was round, then, the like, the stuff on the, like, would fall off, but... Her theory made even less sense to any scrutiny, you know, especially considering her theory why the Earth couldn't be around. Because basically, the Earth was flat, but there's two sides, and basically it flipped over from night to day. And it's like, okay, but if if gravity and shit couldn't hold the water on when it's round, then how the fuck does this shit stay on when it's upside down? Take that. <laughs> Dude, and would can you imagine the flip? It like a pancake, just like, like, like we'd be like, oh god. <laughs> I love it's how they're like, yes, every it's nighttime. Every, yeah, it's not exactly. Oh, time for bed. I just hit the ceiling. <laughs> oh, time to wake up. I just hit the ceiling again. <laughs> oh, oh man, I, but I also love how they're like, yes, every other planet in the solar system is round except for Earth. It's the only one that's flat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man! So you got out of the house to visit some of our great flat Earth. 
Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday was not only Father's Day, but it was also my girlfriend's birthday. And so we went into Philadelphia. Because nothing good happens there. <laughs> so we went to um we went to a couple places. So the first place we went to was a restaurant it called Tattooed Mom. Um I had the uh you first off, you go in, everybody's super chill, cool little bar, it like um we sit down and like the guy brings us like um like little cheapy toys. He's like, Here you here's some toys to play with. So we got like you know that plastic frog you like push on its butt and it like it makes it like jump. Yes. Yeah, so we had like that, like some tots and some and like little tots and rings. And so we we're like we're just laughing, we're hanging out. And I was like I was like, All right, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. Um so Tattooed Mom does a lot of vegan food and it's like fifty fifty on vegan food, non vegan food. Um, I actually think it might be a little bit more vegan than non-vegan. There's a small menu, which is uh, which is fine because I feel like when you have small menus, you, people are pretty good at making that shit <laughs> with the smaller menu. Um, so I did have a, I had a lemon bourbon smash, and it was a, it was oh, a house-made mint lemonade bourbon. And it came in like a fucking like almost like a juice bag, like served. It was so ridiculous. I I have like a straw in it and I'm drinking it. Like it felt like I had like a giant like like juice box. And then um, my uh, my girlfriend. Did you have to like did you have trouble uh poking a hole in it? And then like there's like the official like bar mom that would come over and like roll her eyes and say I'll get it for you. And then no and then no give no, it to no, you, no. Go little one. No, it had like the like the top had like the zipper yeah. and the straw was through there. Uh, my girlfriend ended up getting the pickle teeny, which had uh, potato vodka, pickle juice, and olive juice, and it came in like a small pickle jar. <laughs> so she'd like untwist it to drink it. It had like green olives and pickles in it. Uh, the drinks, the drink was really good. I ended up getting the chicken sandwich. Um, we ended up getting a some. Um, some vegan wings and then she got the uh, vegan cheesesteak and she said the vegan cheesesteak was really good my chicken sandwich was really good i really liked it um and then the vegan wings were pretty good um the uh the breading and the sauce the uh the the uh like smoky barbecue sauce was really good it was um it gave it had it gave like you it gave like a nice bite um I, I can't remember what the inside was because it doesn't say it on the menu. Um, okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask if it said what the because it's not a cheese steak because neither of yeah. those are vegan <laughs> yeah. or lactose intolerant friendly. Yes, exactly. Um, so I was wondering, is it like a vegan tofu tofu instead of cheese steak? I I think ja so. jackfruit tofu tofu jackfruit. I think so. I I don't I couldn't tell, but it looked like a cheese it looked like a cheese steak. Like when you come out here, where how they have that weird shredded like beef kind of um, yeah, the thin steak. Sliced beef. Yeah, like it looked exactly like it. You couldn't really tell. So I for I should have asked her um what it was if if she could tell what it was. But she said it was really good. My food was really good. 
the week the the vegan wings were pretty good. Like she ate the I don't like ranch anyway, so like I didn't even try the ranch because fuck ranch, fuck blue cheese. Uh, but the wings were pretty good. But they have regular wings. They have regular food there. So if you're looking for a good, a very low key place to go, like I would go back here. Like that's how good the food was and the drinks. Like I would definitely come back to um, hang out here. So definitely worth the trip. And the thing, and we drove in on Sunday. It, especially for a big city, it was very easy to drive. And I, I feel like I feel dumb that I haven't like gone to Philly more often for things. <laughs> Now that um, now that I went here <coughs> a few times, um, as well, um, sh dang it! I Especially missed... um, if you get there um during the uh, when the church and hang hungover crowd are still in bed or at church. <laughs> exactly. That's always like one of the um nice things to do. Um, so we also went to this um. A, we went to a bar so like i surprised like i surprised her at going to this bar because i ended up i ended up seeing an ad for it and i was like okay it's kind of cheesy but i'm like fuck it like if it's terribly bad like we're gonna have a funny story to talk about and then like if it's good like we're gonna have a, a good story to call to talk about so this is the cauldron and it's a bar in philly there's one i think in New York, there's one in like London and stuff, and so basically it's very like wizardy kind of themed in the bar. So I bought like I the. If... Go ahead. I was gonna say I wonder if it's either they have one out here or if somebody stole the idea because there is a uh, cauldron Buena Park. Yes, they are not affiliated to a location in California, if I remember off top the top of my head. Okay, because I was kind of like surprised. Yeah, this one's like witch and wizard themed, and they even have like the magic drinks and shit. Yeah, so so we got there. Um, we got there like after lunch and stuff. So we didn't. We they had some snack foods that you could buy, but we didn't get anything. So I don't know how the food was. Um, the 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 people across from us got the uh, got the uh, chips, and they were and they and they said the chips were really good. Um, so take it with a grain of salt, not for me, but from a random, um, a couple gals from uh, Richmond, Virginia. So like I paid like forty five dollars, and I got we got three drinks, that two of them we had to like make ourselves with all the special theme, and you know we had our own hostess that was like taking care of us. So like for the like for like a give me key event like i thought the price was pretty good you know what i mean like i i was ex a lot of people were like it was only 45 dollars a person only they were a lot of people were surprised at how cheap it was um so obviously you know you ended up paying like you know you buy your tickets and it comes with like the tickets come um with like a tax and then you got to tip your your um your potions Person. master and whatnot so you get like so you sit down at a table you got all these different like little uh mixing bottles and stuff like that and little pot and like little potions there's like a box next to it and you get a wand so you take the wand and you like you can poke different things on the box and like the lights light up and like the so the first thing we do is we uh we get up we take our wands oh and we have like a cloak so we get a cloak on 
So we're, you know, we're rocking cloaks, but luckily we're not like the only ones in there doing it. So we're good. So we go to this wall and it has like three unicorn heads on the wall, like mounted on there. Um, and it's like past, present, future. And of course, like past isn't working or something like it's down. So I'm like, all right, that's kind of fucking shitty. Like we didn't even get like the option. So they have like a, oh, and the place does like, um, um, mocktails. So if you want to go out and do this event, you could still do this event with minors or with people that don't drink. So you just have to, um, let them know. I think when you're booking it, you let, let them know, like if anybody's do not drinking or something like that. So that way they could, uh, give them the mocktails. So back to the unicorn heads on the wall, mountain like trophies. So future is a mocktail. I can't remember what's in it. And then the, uh, the present is a uh, the adult one, and it has like wine and some juices in there. Honestly, the mocktail sounded better, but we both got the alcoholic ones because I paid forty five dollars. We're fucking drinking. We're not here right. to we're <laughs> we're not here to fuck around. So it's it was good though. Like it was like I was surprised at how much I like it. I don't like wine either, so I cannot deal with like the aftertaste of wine very well. Some sweet wines like hide it, so um, so it makes it easier for me to drink it. So, but this was good. Like I didn't have any of that. Like I like I downed it. We were downing it. And I was like, man, this was pretty good. I'm like, all right, cool. So you know, we go to the wall, and you know, you gotta think. You gotta point the wall. You gotta put your wand into the like against the wall, and then you think, and it shoots the juice out of the uh, unicorn. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, we got our first spell going on. Like we're good, we're good. So we go, so we go sit down, and then um, our potions master is working like three tables. So we have to wait a little bit. It's not, um, we have to kind of wait for some things, and so. Like the first drink we get, and we get, um, it's basically like a gin. It's a gin gin drink. Um, so, so we get like, so what we have to do is, we have to, um, we have to like pour a bunch of different stuff into a glass, and we have to mix it, and then they bring over, like they bring, and like the only thing that really annoyed me about this place is that you had to like request help, like for stupid shit, like ice. Like why would why wouldn't the ice just be at the fucking table? You know what I mean? Because I guess maybe if the ice was sitting at the table too long, you would just have cold water. I don't know. You could just refresh that. That was like my one. That was like the most annoying thing. It was like I had to wait for the shit, and then like they brought over like one like it was like a special ingredient, and was like, oh, like your potions master will bring this to you. I'm like, why would you just not put it on the table? Like, you're gonna put how much you want in the bottle anyway, so it's not like people can just like chug extra vodka or anything like that. So those were kind of annoying things. They were they were small pet peeves. They were small pet peeves. Um, so the first drink, like we had to mix it, and then we put it on the light. So and then we get our special like. I forget what I forget. It was like some something stupid, like not unicorn. I'm gonna say unicorn tears, but it was totally not unicorn tears. Right. So like, so we like we have to like light up the box, and the the drink is like 
green and then we pour the uh, special drink in it and we mix it and it turns purple. And so you're like, ooh, like, you know, it's like changes and stuff. And so we're drinking, so we're drinking it. It's pretty good. Not bad. It's, it's, it's not bad at all. It's good, but not my cup of tea. I'm not a big gin person. So then we get, then we pull the cauldron down off the box. So now we got a cauldron, like we got, we got thyme in there and we got different herbs and we're fucking like grinding this shit in a mortal pester. Like we're getting town, we're getting to town. So we pour it in and we pour some other liquids in there and then we, they bring dry ice. So we got to stir this fucking cauldron until the dry ice is like completely dissipated for safety reasons. Um, Remember, kids, do not ever ingest dry ice. You will die. A I've painful seen, seen, fucking death. I haven't seen it where they ingest the dry ice, but I've seen where they drink too fast and it, like, gets stuck to their, like, face. Mm. And that did not look pleasant. Mm. You know, I was thinking real quick while you're uh, imbibing. Yes. Um, I wonder if the issue was either, like, uh, the hostess situation where they sat your potions master too close together or if one of the three tables was fucking up the rotation by asking stupid ass questions and taking too long not realizing that you know it's like monopolizing their time like well we paid for it and it's like motherfucker all of us paid for it yeah. just do your shit and let them move on to the next person so we can all like do our drinks like like yeah. i wonder if it's supposed to be like like they could build a time it out where it's like oh table one is got their drinks oh, i got a table two let's get them their drinks table three got their drinks and then I can go back to like yeah. whatever and then go to table two and then start second drink and you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the rotation. Yeah, I don't think so because like all you had to pick like a time slot. So like and they were out, they were like they were like decent like parts away from each other. So I think like all of all three of us were like the two o'clock time. So like I think it was just like I think it's just built to be that way. So Well yeah, because yeah, you know. There's been times where we're, my wife and I are at a place, and she's like, why aren't they coming over? And it's like, dude, we're at, like, a, a place where we're, we're supposed to sit back and enjoy our drinks and relax. Like, they're not trying to kick us out, and they're not trying to rush us. They're trying to, yeah. you know, and we're together. We're setting apart, you know, like, yeah. they probably assume that we're on a date and we want to talk. It's like, just relax, enjoy. We're like, we don't need anything right now, do we? <laughs> she needs something to something to drink while she's talking to you. <laughs> she's got water on there's water on the table. We're good. No. <laughs> Anyways, we got time. We got other ingredients. We're stirring dry ice in a cauldron with liquids. And so we finish you know, we finish this shit. It stops it stops foaming up and we're good. So we pour it. We pour we ladle it through a strainer into a goblet and we drink it. Literally the best drink uh, of the event is the last one in my opinion in my opinion it goes the uh lost time drink you know no pun intended with that <laughs> lots of puns in that one the, I was gonna say there's, I was, the it sounds like pun intended yes the unicorn drink and then it was the uh the first mixed drink that you made so the drinks were all good so you know for 45 dollars you get good you get three good drinks right out of the base um so i think overall if you want something kind of cheesy fun and you want some good drinks i think it's worth it i think it's worth the 45 uh, they do have other drinks there that you could buy on on top of it and 
they do some cool stuff with it. Like they, I never, I've never seen this, um, like in person. But they took like a, they took a smoked, they brought out like a smoked drink, like in the glass container with, oh. so that was like pretty cool. So they do some funky shit there. Um, so I think it would be cool to go back and not do the event and have some other drink of their drinks. They seem to be um, really focused on like doing fun drinks there and like putting yeah, on kind of in... a show. Right, right. When I was in North Dakota, the place that we went to, the Nine Iron, the golf place had that was the their cocktail and people were ordering it and they would carry it around in a glass. And then a couple like last year when we went to the Salani Steakhouse for our anniversary, mm-hmm. they're smoked, old fashioned. They came, it came on it. They brought it out on a tray and they had the glass with the ice in it. And then they had a little carafe that had the drink in it with the smoke in the carafe. Yeah. So you know, different web presentation, but similar concept. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. So, so we had a good time there. Um, and then we headed over to a restaurant that my girlfriend has really wanted to go to. We went to Charlie Was a Sinner. This is a vegan like a high class vegan restaurant. Um, So we get there, you you go in, you feel the class. Like you're like, we got to get fucking pinkies out for this shit. Like top class. So we get there like a half hour early before the reservation. So we just, we, we tell the hostess that like, it wasn't busy at all. um, Really. So they're like, she's like, you could sit now or you could go to the bar and have a drink. And we're like, let's just go to the bar. Like I'm not ready really to eat. Like we were still kind of full. So we're like, let's just fucking vibe out, man. We get to the bar. It's a fucking nice bar, dude. And literally like they just have jars of fresh cut up fruit, um, like different herbs and all sorts of shit. And you're just like, all right, dude, this is a fucking legit bar. So I ended up getting, um, two drinks throughout the night, so I we I only got one at the um at the uh at the um bar. at the bar, and so I got the Beast of Burden. So it's a bourbon, Brazilian banana liqueur, sweet vermouth, dry vermouth, and a Turkish fig. Amazing. I don't care what you want to fucking say about vegans, but vegans in this bar know how to fucking drink a cocktail. So you could say anybody could talk shit on vegans, but you cannot talk shit about the way they drink, at least here, because literally best drinks of the day was at this restaurant. So uh, I did the Beast of Burden. It was really, it was really, really good. I was, I, it was like my favorite drink of the day. I almost wish if the second drink was also really good but that first one i had there was just so good like i i almost want to just go back and have it again so like it was so smooth and you just like like it was just i don't even know how to like to describe it because it was just like you get you just got like good bourbon flavor and it just like everything else just cooled down that burn and you had like a and then you had like the sweet fig to kind of eat like on the on the glass to like eat with it um, as you kind of uh, as you kind of finished. Um, as right, you I was listening to a it. podcast. Like I was listening to a bourbon podcast, and they're talking about cocktails and about how the goal of the cocktail isn't to cover up the the taste of the alcohol, yeah, but to accentuate the tasting notes. Yes. 
and so like you it's like you don't want to, to you know a really good cocktail you should be able to taste the liquor that you're drinking but it shouldn't overpower the drink Correct. and the ingredient shouldn't overpower the alcohol it should be like a nice balance where everything accentuates and it's just like and and plus you can tell the difference between a, a fancy drink that's worth what you paid for it and one where you're just paying for the fucking hype of the location or whatever yeah yeah no you definitely got a good cocktail um so we got to, we get to the table um and like this is a small plate place so basically the the food was pretty reasonable for like for where we were for what we were doing but like they recommended like you order two to three plates because they're like they're more like you you're supposed to be trying like more different things like that's kind of like the philosophy like you could share and 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 whatnot but the second before we get into the food um so i ended up getting the ecstatic dance which is uh tequila sotol s-o-t-o-l sotol Sure. Fuck if I know. Hibiscus, lime, um, cordell, and hellfire bitters. Um, also, fucking fantastic, man. Because um, usually, like, you always think of tequila, and you, it's like you're in juice or you're in a margarita. So it was like, I kind of was like, okay, this is a little bit little bit different. Um, so I was like, all right. Because the other... I was kind of upset because the other bourbon drink has um, absinthe in it, and I I cannot stand black licorice tasting items. So like, I really wanted to get it, but I saw the absinthe in it, and I was like, all I'm gonna taste is absinthe. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why I kind of went with the um, the other one, the Aztec Dance. Like it had like some peppery flavor drink to it, but it didn't have like really a burn to it so it was like it was pleasant because you could just like sip it without worried about having like a flaming mouth while you're at like a nice dinner so like it was really balanced um as well so that one not as good as the first one but still super good i really liked it um as far as the food uh we got we got a couple different dishes like i'm not vegan so like i tried to i tried to play it safe <laughs> so we ended up getting um we ended up getting a korean style tofu um we pulled we did um we did some sliders because that was easy because I, I was like um it had like jalapeno jam and and uh and crispy shallot and on a brochet bun on a brochet bun so i was like okay that should be pretty easy to eat even if it is uh even if it's vegan we got like some potato things we got some mac and cheese and i think we got something else um so it was kind of like okay like the potatoes were, the potato things were really good like i don't remember what the sauce that it came in but dude i would go to that restaurant to eat these fucking potatoes because they were so fucking good <laughs> get that get that first uh drink and the potatoes yes good. yeah 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 yeah. you don't have to get anything else just get that um the mac and cheese for vegan mac and cheese was probably the probably one of the best vegan mac and cheese i've had because i've taken a few you know hungry spoonfuls of it just to like i'm like i'm so hungry i'm just gonna eat it and they're like i you're just like sometimes you're just like i should have just not did that <laughs> i'd rather be hungry is it like uh, that scene in uh pulp fiction when uh 
Jules was like, yeah, my girlfriend's vegan, which, you know, pretty much makes me vegan. Yes, it, uh, pretty much. It was a uh, potato croquette. That's what it was. Okay. Um, and it came with a chipotle aioli. Dude, fucking bomb. Like, you just take your fork, fucking stab that ball of potato, dunk it in there, and eat it. It was so good. Stupid good. I took my, uh, we took our nieces to a restaurant and the older one wanted to order something, but before she ordered it, she's like, what's, what's, what's aioli? <laughs> and I'm like, it's basically just mayonnaise with shit in it. I mean, I didn't say it like that, but you know, like it was like a garlic aioli. And I'm like, yeah, they just took mayonnaise and put garlic and some other stuff in it. And instead of just calling it fancy mayonnaise, it's aioli. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, it was a it was a really cool place overall. I really enjoyed the atmosphere because it just it just felt very like relaxing. Like it felt like you know it was fancy, but it was relaxing at the same time. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't feel like it didn't feel like it was like ho ho ho. Like you know we're gonna charge you like fifty bucks for this uh like small salad or anything like that. So what like. We definitely spent more money on cocktails than we did food. <laughs> and, that, and that's why they're called mixologists and not bartenders. Exactly. <laughs> but dude, they just seeing all the fresh ingredients on the bar, it just gets you pumped like when you sit there, man. And it's just, it was just like, you know, it has like the dim, dim lighting in there and stuff. And it just felt, it felt very relaxing. I was, I was. I was really happy that we were we were able to go and have uh, such a good time uh, for her birthday. So, see, so you get to do stuff like that. The other day, and I don't know, like, if the feeling will last or if it's, she's already over it. But one day last weekend, my wife was like, uh, "You know, it sounds good. It's like, I want to go to that Salani Steakhouse again. I just want a fat steak and one of those uh, smoked old, smoky old fashions that you got." <laughs> Uh, that's too funny. <laughs> I guess you went somewhere as well, bud. Actually, it's misleading. I did not go anywhere. Hey I stayed home and watched a TV show on Amazon Prime. Wow. Called Jury Duty. hey Ironic. Ironic. So, I'd been hearing about this show, and basically, like, one of the, like, one of the places I heard about it, they were talking about how... Like the it was like the beer podcast I listened to, Malt Couture, mm-hmm. and they were they all kind of met doing improv comedy at like the sketch team. But yeah. I guess they're saying that one of the guys on their sketch team, his mom is on the show. She plays this old lady. Yeah. And they're like, she is fucking great on the show. And so they kept talking about how great the show is on other podcasts and other places. And so basically, the premise of the show is one guy who doesn't know what's going on gets put on a fake trial where everybody is an actor and they even got one like recognizable named actor. They got James Martson. Yeah. Cyclops of the X-Men. Jesus. <laughs> um, who's an alternate. So basically he can kind of go off the rails a little bit. Oh. And the, when they're like picking the trial, the jury, they're like, yeah, this is going to be like a week long. It's not a criminal. It's a civil trial. It should take about a week. <laughs> and James Martson's like pissed because he gets picked as an alternate. And so basically minor spoiler he sets up what's kind of but it sets up the premise of the show really he like calls somebody and basically arranges for them to kind of have like fake paparazzi show up yeah and so they're worried about that would be a distraction a problem um 
So they sequester the jury. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and it goes like on the at least seventeen days. Oh my god! It was gosh. only supposed to be a week. Oh my god! Because they even tell him it's like, yeah, pack enough clothes for like a week. <laughs> um, some of the the characters like it's very much it's like shot office style because like they present it to the guy as like, hey we're going to be filming this documentary about what it's like to serve jury duty in America so that people who've never served jury duty know what it's like. That's how it's presented to him. Yeah. To explain the cameras. And then they even do like, like off camera interviews where they're like sitting, like as the jury sitting in a group and they're kind of talking about their day and what's going on and stuff. And so it's very much kind of like the office, <laughs> except if the office had one real person there that didn't know that it was a fake TV show about a paper company. <laughs> Right. Um. So there's seven. Ep there's eight episodes total, and if you like binge watch it, you can skip the recap and skip the intro, mm -hmm. and that cuts it down to about 25 minutes an episode. Okay. Um, but the last episode, the eighth episode, is behind the scenes stuff, kind of showing the guy how they did everything, uh, the script writing, the like, even like, like one of the things they had to do, and I never thought about it, was like if they were eating lunch. Um, with him, they're acting, so they can't. That's not them getting their like meal break. Yeah, <laughs> you know no. what I'm saying. So they yeah. would eat, like they would ha they would arrange it somehow for them to uh, get him like they would like try to get a break or whatever and get him to like get away from everybody. So then they can go have their lunch, and then they would come back and they would order lunch for the jury. Oh, jeez, to do like the lunch thing. Wow. Um, and the other thing was like. Um, they needed a day of like rehearsing because they did like a off-site visit to where the incident happened in the lawsuit. Mm -hmm. And basically the way they were able to do that was they said that somebody uh, tested positive for COVID. Oh my gosh. And so they had to do like COVID tests. Mm -hmm. And so everyone was, they, he said that like basically he was led to believe that everyone was quarantined to their room. And so he couldn't like see anybody or talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they were off site rehearsing. Oh my god! And like one of the not, one of the days they um. I'm assuming they paid him for all this shit. Well, at the end, he they ended up giving him a hundred grand. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, one of the days they ended up going to uh, Margaritaville, hmm. right? It's like you know and. They set it up where it's like – because they had a bunch of other things where it's like they called him the hero because they didn't know who, who was going to be the person when they wrote this. Like, it was like loosely scripted. Yeah. And so it's like if the hero reacts this way, do this. If he reacts this way, then do this. Like they had like points. And one of them was when they, when they were kind of doing the rehearsal, they had gone to um, the place, but then they also went to the Margaritaville restaurant. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, here's the rules. If he orders a drink, you all can get one drink. Yeah. But everything else will be virgin. Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't get a drink, then you can't get a drink, and everything you order will be virgin. And so they then they replayed the scene mm -hmm. of them at the restaurant, and they're like, "No, nah, bro, you're the foreman." Because they made him the foreman. And they're like, yeah. "No, nah, bro, you're the foreman. You should order first. Yeah, you're the leader of the group, man. You gotta you gotta <laughs> go first. Oh my! And God. then he's like, "I don't know about that, guys." And he's like dragging his feet, and they're like, "You can see like a couple of the women in the back a little bit are like." Fucking just do it, please. And 
like he ordered like an alcoholic drink and they just kind of like gave each other a little high five in the back like a little like, <laughs> oh, yeah oh you can see like the side camera like like a hand goes back like quick like yes. silently behind him and they're just like quick, like fuck yeah let's yes. go get a drink <laughs> <laughs> i thought but... this guy was like fucking i thought like this guy afterwards like was really fucked up like i heard like he was like super stressed out about everything on the trial yeah or just oh, like yeah, in general were... like afterwards he's just like fucking like lost it a little bit no he didn't lose he i mean if if he did not on camera because he was like they told him and he's like no no you guys are fucking with me right like like he was the most level-headed person ever mm -hmm. um but he was like he showed how he checked like every night like when he was alone before he went to bed he would like took meticulous notes to like write it in it basically wrote a journal because he's like i could not believe the fucking shit that was going on <laughs> and when he said that they were like oh yeah dude he's like we thought we were gonna lose you so many times like this happened <laughs> like at one of the points the actress playing the bailiff called one of like the other people by her real name and not her uh jury duty name oh jesus and so then they had to like put a plant in the audience and give her the name of the person that the yeah. um bailiff was calling oh my god uh... well yeah if it's on amazon prime um they say with commercials yeah but it was like basically like at the beginning of the show you got one commercial and you could skip it with prime yeah oh that's interesting that's funny but yeah man it's it's pretty interesting especially like that last episode where i'm almost like i'm not gonna watch this and i'm like no i got I'll do it. Like I, you know, it's for the podcast. Take one for the team. Yeah. But it definitely is like worth it to watch the last episode to see how everything worked out and how they were able to, um, pull it off that they were filming the show without getting him, without letting him know. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Like I've heard weird things about it, but yeah, people definitely have uh, really liked it. So <laughs> too funny, man. All right, everybody, that's it for today's show. Thanks for uh, following and listening to another fun-filled episode full of all sorts of crazy shit. Who would have thought vegan restaurants made it on the show? <laughs> and, and, and orcas um, eating people. <laughs> people eating plants and orcas eating people. Exactly. It's a, it's a weird world we live in. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped for all your extra needs while we're away. All right, everybody. Well, take it easy, and we'll see you next time. Later.